Previously on the No Tech Talk podcast. When you're living in your, in your purpose and you you so you're the addict, right? And you're a junkie for your purpose. I mean, people tend to fall off very easily or get offended very easily because they, they don't understand what it takes to to do that on a consistent level. All right. So what do y'all think that it takes to do to have, you know, living your purpose on a consistent level? Like the three step process. PhD. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I wish it was a three-step process. Yeah, I'm just saying. I will say the first step, I, I will say the first step is a mindset shift. Okay. Right? There's, there's this moment when you get the Holy Spirit touch you <laughs> and say, hey, uh, I think, I think mm-hmm. it's what you should be doing. Right? And you have to immediately in that moment go, Mm. All right, I hear you. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Well, that means that I'm gonna have to change this. I'm gonna have to change this. I'm gonna have to start doing this. Mm. I'm gonna have to cut out this. You immediately go through that checklist. And at the end of that, you also immediately say, am I willing to do that right now? And be honest for a with lot yourself. of people, yeah. you gotta be honest with yourself. Yeah. And for a lot of people, they say, nope, I ain't ready to do that right now. It's just like, you know, growing up in the church. You grew up in the church, yeah. and you get out on your own and become an adult. You say, "I'm gonna get away from going to church because I don't, I don't have to. My yeah. mama ain't here. I ain't Facts. gotta go to church, Big right? Facts. Yeah. But you encounter some stuff in life later, and you face with that moment, like, am I gonna get my life together? Mm. And a lot of people go through this, and they go, either, yep, now's the time, and I'm gonna change my life, or they go, nope, time to mm. turn up. Yeah, I had. It. I think I mindset, yeah. a mindset shift, is absolutely the first step. I don't okay. know what the other steps would be. Uh, get got? excited about failing. Okay. Expound upon that for me. Because, and forgive me, <laughs> I forgot the initial question, but I, I, I the Holy Spirit took over while Vic was talking. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what was the initial question? It's, um, what do you, I mean, I'm, I'm always asking from like somebody outside perspective. Okay, cool. What is my purpose? Like, but how am I, when I, once I find it, how am I consistent? How do I got you? Know? Um, yeah. I, I think once you find or you get an idea what your, 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 your uh, purpose is, be ready for failure and be mm-hmm. ready for shifts, right? Um, the reason why I say be ready for failure, because let's say, um, you learn that you love to paint and you, you, you decide you're going to go out here and you're going to start a painting business and all you're going to do is paint houses. You got, you got, you can also draw. So you're going to do nice art. Well, the first thing, you know, you're excited. You don't put pictures all in your house in your partner Mm -hmm. house, your mama, them house, but then you got to go out now and get a client. Mm -hmm. The first five clients you ask is like, nah, I'm not really feeling this or nah, I don't really need this or whatever. That's not a reflection of you and your purpose. It doesn't make your purpose bad. It's just not for them right then and there. And that's an act of failure. A lot of people will get that rejection or get that and then pack it on up. You know what I'm saying? So be be expecting of failure and for things to not go exactly the way you think it's going to go. So what's the difference? Okay, so what if they think it's their purpose, right? And then they just trash at it. But they, they, oh, that's they, they think it's there. I'm just saying, like, how do you know the difference? Because some people can get dug in, like, no, I, I meant to, I meant to paint, but bro, you can't even draw a circle, you know. Like, but how, how do you know the difference in that moment? Like, okay, versus the double down, who forget about the it, nose, it, it, or this I, ain't for me. I don't know. This is something I would ask, and I'm gonna throw it back at y'all. Okay, it's safe to say that if you find that something is your purpose, 
there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be halfway decent at it. Okay. At least competitive at it. So if you're, if, if something's your trash, most of us ain't going to go try to do something that they trash at. I can't draw it, bro. That's why yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, stick figures I struggle with. Mm-hmm. So I, I think part of finding one's purpose is that they will have a level of success at it. And that level of success will come not easy, but natural. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You see the difference in that? Yeah. I see that. I would I would add to that yeah. though. I think the person doing the work, whatever it is that they're doing, comes easy to them also. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna pick something that you don't enjoy doing. So in terms of identifying your purpose, it's the thing that like when you do it, everybody's always like, Man, you make that look so easy. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, it's just really whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just came it just came out naturally like mm-hmm. that's your purpose the problem that exists with it is we look at the world to give approval and so depending on what that thing is it might not be something grand and i think shane mm-hmm. has said this on, on one of our episodes our our purpose might be something small it might be to be the best janitor of the schools yeah. sweeping up trash but yeah. you do it so good and so effortlessly so but yeah. people want their thing their purpose to be this thing that's on on 10 that the whole world loves and wants to pay them millions of dollars with and they disappointed that that's their purpose yeah yeah and, and remember and i'm itching now i'm like yeah, Go ahead. Good. <laughs> um remember we said at the beginning or i said at the beginning failure right mm-hmm. let's say god forbid you're bad at it right yeah that's a sign of failure if it's truly what you're supposed to do what are you going to do are you going to quit if yeah. it's your purpose, because if it's easy to quit, there's no way you can convince me that mm, it's your purpose. That's good. You see what I'm that's saying? Your purpose. So yeah. it, it, yeah. you kind of walk t- away from it. You're willing to walk away from it. If you're willing, if you can walk away from it easily, like yeah. Then then you weren't supposed to be doing that. Because if 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 it's like um guys, I hate being a band director. Have I ever told anybody that? <laughs> no. But so, no matter what I try to do to get away from it, it seems like it's just like right there. Yeah, for real. I, I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it was one of those things that I never wanted to do. But you've been doing it 13 years mm-hmm. and I can't escape it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no matter how bad you remember we did. Go ahead, man. You remember we did the episode with uh, Daniel Whitehouse, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking offline about trademarking and setting up yeah. a business. He had yeah. mentioned it on the episode asking you know, is this your business or is this a hobby? Mm-hmm. So after that, we got on the phone with me and my wife. My wife has a separate business and um, a women's clothing boutique and she wanted to trademark the name. She had been talking about it for a while. Yeah. So when talking with him, he did the research. He found out that somebody else had already filed for that the trademark of the name. Okay. But, or at least a part of it, and part of the, the process with trademarking is either somebody has already filed for that name and it's already gone, or it's it could create uh, confusion in the market. So let's say it's similar. Let's say um, sky blue is what you're trying to trademark, mm-hmm. but somebody else has blue sky that they already you know yeah. trademarking. They won't they won't put yours through because it could cause some confusion in the market. Well, we got lucky enough that. The dude filed, but it hadn't gone through and got approved, so we could oppose it, but it was going to cost us money to oppose. Mm. That could go to litigation and cost more money. And then after that decision is made, 
if we win and want to then file for the trademark, that's a whole separate charge. So he asked us, this is the point where you got to decide how important is this to you? Is, yeah. is this just a hobby? Mm. Or are you willing to spend this kind of money on your purpose just your to dream. fight for it? So yeah. if you were willing to, if you're willing to trademark your, your purpose, if you was going to start a business out of it and know that it's going to cost this much money in the fight to get it, that tells you that this might be your thing. I heard people say, um, yeah, I mean, let's just say women's clothing boutique. It's what I'm supposed to do. Da, 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 da. And they'll hit a roadblock like that. Oh, no, that must not be what God got for me. It must not be. They must not be it. Because if I go through this much trouble and now nah, I got to change it, it's going to be, you know, shower clothing boutique. Now, like they yeah. just change it up. Yo, my you know? favorite is I, I just put a, I, I recorded this song. It's so dope. Yeah, I put it out on Apple and nobody buys it in the first week, but I didn't send out no emails. I haven't done yeah. no public. Well, maybe I'm just not supposed to do music. All yeah. right. Maybe you're not. The, uh, you know, Ella May, the girl, Ella May, she came out with a song, Boot Up, Boot Up. Boot up. Yeah. I think that song came, she had put it out maybe like five or seven years ago. Right? And now, five or seven years later, she still kept going. I'm sure it was some ups and downs, but then now the song Platinum. I'm pretty sure it's platinum, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's just about, okay, I always think about the uh, people waiting. Like, what, what's your time limit as far as hearing no or failure? Like, how, how, how often are you willing, how long are you willing to wait, rather, for your dream to come to fruition, make it, get that plug, you know, that whatever. And that's what I think gets people a lot, including myself, because um, I could have said, well, no, I'm not getting, I'm seeing growth for sure. But, like, what, I think what happens is when we get in whatever space that we're in, we automatically see like for me or us, I guess the Joe Rogans, or we see the the Steve Jobs, we see the the highest people in that space. We don't go to the people that's on the ladder. We automatically go to the people on top of the ladder off rip. And so the, now we're comparing ourselves to a Joe Rogan or to, you know, insert whatever here, what we're doing. You can say, hey, the biggest music producer, whatever, he's doing all this. He can just make a post and get a song. He got a million dollars off of this, da, 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 and then compare. I'm not sure what level you are. You could be making it anyway. I don't know. I'm just saying, right? But if I'm going in that drawing space, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm seeing, I hear about only 2%. I think I um I looked it up because I went to talk to this uh, middle school the other day. And this is strictly just relations, you know, for the Army and everything, trying to get a good face. So. I was like, y'all can't join the army, no way. So I was like, I'm gonna talk about y'all passion. I was thinking about us kind of setting that thing up too. So I said, hey, I know I'm in this uniform or whatever, but y'all, I think it was between fifth and the seventh grade, pretty sure. And I said, hey, I want to know what y'all passionate about, and you know. But right in that area, they'll talk. High school kids, they'll be, oh no, you know, trying to be all cool with. And that little, that little area, they'll talk to you. So after you get over the initial jokes, I don't want to do nothing. I want to be a garbage man, whatever. Like people, um. I got over that. That's a whole other thing as far as speaking, getting over the little goosebumps of speaking, right? But one one lady, um, she a girl, I guess, picked up her book. She said, I like to draw, speaking of drawing. I said, you mind if I see it? And so this is in a group setting, probably about 20 people here. And uh, I was like, why? Because she could really, I mean, she could draw. Like, you could tell, like, she, I mean, she, that's my dog. Sorry, y'all. She had the, um, you're all right. I, I tried to draw too. And I want to tell you that too. Cute is like um, I had the two bead pencils, the the four C, and she was like, "Oh yeah!" Like because I I tried so many different things. I think that's what makes me like a good speaker. I've tried so many things. Yeah, I can relate to people a little bit easier because I know like the language. So I saw mm -hmm. her light up, right? I said, "Okay, cool." Let me. Can you? So she showed you know uh, 
everybody her uh, pictures and everything and you know how come when you good at something in high school everybody knows right so to your point Vic, like people already knew hey this is your thing but she was like oh i don't know this, this is something i do on the side and i'm like no so okay cool and so now i'm like what's your plan now I, while i was thinking this i'm like this is the conversation that we can have with adults mm-hmm. because it's that little kid on the inside of a grown man or a grown woman that wants to take that extra step. But that little seventh yeah. grade, you know, Jay, I, I don't know. I can draw, but what if I'm not good enough? Or what if I get a bad comment? Or what if, like you said, my song don't sell or whatever, right? And I'll be going on shell. This, this is me talking to myself. The most extroverted person I know myself, right? Scared, you know? And I don't want to talk too much. I know I'm going to yeah. come on y'all podcast too by myself, but um, a lot of times like we could be this big, bad person in our area, but it's not your passion. It's not your purpose. What are you afraid? Like you said, what, 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 what are you kind of like, you know, get the anticipation about? And that's what I'm always thinking about listening to y'all. It's like, y'all are doubling down. Like, okay, forget that, man. Like, come on. Like, you know, through y'all selves, through y'all, um, examples y'all are telling people like pretty much forget y'all like forget yourself forget that little inner person like bust out do what you meant to do mm-hmm. um that, that, go ahead. that in itself mm-hmm. is we hear that voice of you can't louder yeah. than we hear that other voice mm-hmm. and 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 that's the yeah. that's the problem I, be, I i will bet money that five-year-old girl or that fifth grade girl yeah. somebody probably told her you can't make money as an artist that's she said that's she said you know, and i wasn't even there but i heard yeah. it yeah yeah well, so yeah, it happens too often. What you what you mean? Meaning there are people who will tell a person that you can't do something more so because they don't see themselves doing it. So they're mm-hmm. projecting their own fears and limitations. It's it's that image that I, I, I told Shane, I said there was this there was this post on social media that showed this yeah. person and they had half of a cell being built around them, but there was a line of people with sticks who were giving it to the person. And it said, you can't put yourself in the prison of other people's opinions. That that. happens way too often, way too often, as we are trying to figure out what's our purpose, what's our thing. Mm -hmm. So when did y'all figure out y'all purpose? Let's go way back. When did y'all figure out marketing, sales, music, people whatever funny enough shane was the music guy i was the sports guy okay i thought my purpose was to be in the nfl and at the time i'm 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 old or older (laughs) yeah at the time i thought that i was going to be the first football player slash attorney because i was also pursuing law i wanted to be a lawyer at one point i went to okay. a law magnet high school that matter of fact the high school that shane and i went to i didn't live in the area i used to have to catch a bus for like over an hour coming oh, wow. from one of the other districts because i was in the magnet program yeah so i thought law football simultaneously there is no plan b this is plan a so i was chips all in yeah fast forward i don't go to the league and it's like, now what? God, dang. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to work. I always had good work ethic. So I ended up in sales. I got the gift of gab. I can talk. Yeah. This is just meant to be temporary. Fit, 12, <laughs> 13 years later. Now we here. <laughs> I carved out a career in it. And now yeah. we here. And so throughout that, yeah. you're so like, for me, figuring, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
throughout that, you're figuring out, okay, you're going through the reps, you're going, you know, doing these different trainings, you train, now you train other people, whatever else, right? You, you, you feel like, you know what I'm saying, when you feel like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know, like, it, you ever get that feeling like, this is like, okay, this is like my purpose, like, or is it just like, okay, overall, you know look back, go ahead. Now I'm yeah. there, like, you know what, this is where I'm supposed to be. In the last couple of years, I've accepted that. But it took me looking at both of those two phases of my life and noticing what were the com- what was the common denominator. Mm. The common denominator in both of those was I was always some sort of leader or captain role on the field. I was at that point training, coaching, pushing my team makes to be better because as a unit, our chances of winning were stronger if everybody was strong. Okay. You put me in corporate America space. And I'm just focused on me doing my job, my role, just like any athlete would. But other people see and they go, hey, how you do that? Can you teach me? Mm. So I find myself in a teacher role again. Hey, you could move up and teach more people, have a bigger impact. And I actually started to like it more so than I did before out of necessity. And it's like, okay, this kind of comes easy. Like, it's nothing to train, teach people bet. Let's just keep going and see where it takes us. Mm. And then I end up here. I think I'm going to tell you, I think that's easier than knowing your purpose too early and then deciding to double down. Because I'm not saying that what you did was not hard work. That's just my I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. here because like for me, I'm taking I feel like I'm taking the easy route. I'm in the military, complete stability. Okay, right. First of 15th, that people already know when we get paid, you know, got all these benefits and stuff. So I was like, I'm making I made 11 years now. And so I'm making I'm starting this now. So whenever it's supposed to hit, I don't like I told I think I told some other day, if, it, if I hit it 19 years, I'm trying to do my 20, right? If it at 19, I'm out. Let's go, Joe Rogan, whatever. Let's go, Spotify, right? I don't care. You know, this is a means to an end. Like, I'm not that that hood guy people are always talking about. But I feel like, okay, I'm giving myself nine years to to perfect my craft to you know get to that level right but if you know it that early and uh, talk about being an artist two percent of people actually make a living consistently selling art whatever um now it's like i gotta move to las vegas to be around you know i mean the la to be around all the artists or new york to do this or this to do music and i feel like they i don't know like you think of, I always talk about J. Cole, like he, you know, he did his, y'all know his J. Cole story, how he got famous, right, in front of Rock Nation or whatever with Jay-Z and him, you know, every day for like two or three months outside waiting on Jay-Z, the whole thing, the grind, right? But now he's at this, this level. And I, I think about, okay, the, the, the amount of sacrifice early, if it's more sacrifice and I get more, you know, back on the, on the back end, you know what I'm saying? Or if it's the least amount of sacrifice, I'm gonna be successful, but it might might not be seven figures. And this is just me right now in my head, like, okay, because I'm looking at all the stories, the Mark Cubans, the, the insert famous successful person here. There was a lot of sacrifice that we read about. But if we're quote unquote, and I'm saying it's easy, right? If we're taking or took the easy route, will we get to that level? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we don't, we're taking the quote, safe route. And this is just me thinking out loud. Um, I struggle with that too because I'm I'm I think I'm a, well I don't think I'm a teacher yeah and part of how I ended up in that lane is 
um, because it, it was kind of taking the safe route. But like, I think, like, I think it's a smart to, route, you know. It, but yeah, it's quote. But you know what I tell my kids now? Stop okay. buying into the idea of the easy and the smart route. Okay. If you got something that you want to go do it, go work on it, go do it wholeheartedly right now. Mm -hmm. That way you have no regrets looking forward. But with that, even if they decide to go the quote unquote safe route, right? Yeah. I think we get too caught up in the destination. Too much. Okay. And, okay. and I heard, I've been reading uh, 10X by Grant Cardone. And one of the, the thoughts that's sticking with me is that too many people get caught up in overnight successes and things happening fast and wanting things to happen in a microwave. Mm. And it's like, what if your journey is really to walk out these 19 year, nine years before it really blows? Because you yeah. never know what that journey would look like along the way, how many other people you can influence along the way. And what if, what if it's not necessarily the safe route? What if it was just, this is your route? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And again, yeah. it goes back to everybody's purpose is unique in the sense of the journey. Too many times we try to make our purpose look like somebody else's and, and try to take the exact yeah. same route when one on one, baby, there's only one me. We have to have people to look up to, right? You have to have you have to have examples and you have to, so, to motivate there, yourself, to motivate, right. to take pieces of. So naturally, we want to meet. I'm just again. I'm not. I'm not. I have no dog in the fight either way. But oh, yeah, naturally, no, no, no. we, we talking, want yeah. to mimic or mirror yeah. somebody else's because hey, if they can do it, then I can do it. Then I can do it. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. Like you say, everybody's passion. It's just meant to be. It's just meant to be a blueprint, though. It's, it's okay. Like, yeah. It's okay. like building houses. Every house has a blueprint, but it's up to the contractor to make adjustments for that adjustments same floor plan on that yeah. same lot. That but here's the thing: house is a little bit different. Kanye's a billionaire, right? All right. Jay Z's a billionaire, right? Mm -hmm. Did they get there the same way? No, no. Similarly. But they got to similarly, and their paths their paths intersect. Yeah. And it happened. I mean, Kanye became a billionaire way quicker than Jay. If you think sure, about it, Jay did. got on '96. Kanye yeah. came along 2004, 2005. So. I'm sure Kanye looked at Jay and learned something a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? So we're looking, you look at other people, you look, you pull from their journey. Mm -hmm. But I think it's unfair to your process or to anybody's process to, um, and it's unfair to our creator because he were uniquely made, mm -hmm. you know, to, to so uh, I got, expect. Go ahead, bro. I was just going to say, I got a problem with the part of, you see all these insert successful person name yeah. and the amount of sacrifice that they quote unquote did in this, it, mm -hmm. it's portrayed as this huge amount of sacrifice, which suggests that that's why that level of success was achieved. And I think that that's unfair mm -hmm. to people that they have to achieve. They have to sacrifice this huge amount in order no. to reach that level of success. I don't think that that's the truth. I Can I ask you a question right there though? Uh, you know, go for it. It, it, so do you believe in overnight successes? No. No. Okay. Just, just making sure we're on the same page. Because, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in overnight successes. And what I'm saying is there is a level of sacrifice and work that gets put in. Mm. What, what is not definitive is the amount it takes that creates that huge level of success. That's the point. What's up, y'all? The No Tech Talk podcast is executively produced and hosted by none other than Jay Coates with associate producer, me. 
You can also follow our dog Titan on Instagram at Titan the Poodle. And all music, I mean all music for this episode is done by the amazing Luke Simmons. So you can check out his contact info in the description of this episode. Also, if you have a podcast or an idea for one, let us know. We are now a part of the brand new No Tech Talk podcast network where we plan to change the entire landscape of how podcasts are done. So we'll see you next time in the next episode.